0: Welcome to another episode of Lifelong Learner. This is the Out of Class Edition with Ben, Janesh, and Matt. Hope you enjoy.
1: Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Lifelong Learner. We're, joy, we're, we're back together. The band's back together. How's everyone doing? My really, really good. Gee, it's good to have Matty back. Our, our conversation uh, at the
2: last, which you haven't quite launched yet. Totally. Um, I'm not sure why you're holding off, but, mate, it's time. We need to get that one out. Um but it would have been great to have Matty there to bring a bit of balance. Balance. Uh, balance to the conversation. I think um, Matty would have pulled us up on some of our com- conversation comments. So, mm. Matty, it's good to have
0: you back, mate. Where are you? Mate, that's very kind of you, Ben, to, to introduce me in such a manner. I am currently in um, – hang on. Just let me check. Where are we? Uh, Kat, where are we? Ah, We're at Victor Harbour. We're in South – Australia, near Adelaide, Victor Harbour. Very Have beautiful. been gone two weeks? Yeah, it's starting to blend into one, but I believe it's about 13 days now we've been gone. Mm. So yeah. just starting to get into the swing of things. Just it's
2: starting. taken you a while to get to Victor Harbour then. So what did you do? What was the route? <laughs> the reason I ask is that Michelle and I, we're, we're planning three months uh, camper trailering uh, around Oz in the middle of the year. Um, so interested in where you've been?
0: Mm. Well, we're, we're not really worried about efficiency. So we, we left Melbourne and we went straight down to Lorne and I had my first surf in a long time. That was fantastic. And then came out of the water very inspired and decided to drive to um, Canberra. So we drove all the way to Canberra and spent a bit of time in Canberra for a few days and then thought, you know what? Nah, I don't think we're going to go north. Let's go back all the way to uh, Warrnambool. And then from Warrnambool, we cruised along and then we went to Adelaide. And now we're going back towards Melbourne to get some of the stuff we missed. And then we're going to go back past Adelaide again, out across Malibor to Perth.
2: Sounds really well thought out, mate. Really Mm. well Really well thought out. I
1: wish we About- had like a graphic of a map and it be just a squiggly line back, back, forth. Back, forth. It, it looks like I'm trying to lose someone. Yeah. It looks like I'm being followed. <laughs> who, who are, are you doing? trying
2: to? Who are you trying to lose? <laughs> Speaking of prison, <laughs> um, uh, mate, I'm, I'm also confused. I got out of the water from a great surf and decided to go to Canberra. I know. What's in there? I like know. Mm, not sure. That's I don't see the connection there. Mm. I surfing in Canberra, definitely no water.
0: No zero freedom. surfing. Exactly zero freedom. So look, left feeling fantastic, very excited about the trip out of the water. Wow, oh, yes, this is the best decision we've ever made. And i are in a beautiful space, um, about to carry on for another six months of you know freedom. That's the that's the plan. And there was just a feeling that oh, I feel like I have to do something. I have to contribute to this. Mm. Everyone should be able to experience this. And we had um, been following a a podcast and the podcast was talking about the Freedom Rally in Canberra. Mm. And it's been getting a lot of flack, a lot of publicity that just didn't feel right. I was like, I have to see this myself and I want to, I want to hit the street and march with some people for freedom. Um, Regardless of whatever you think, I personally, freedom's one of my number one values. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to go check it out for myself. And um, My beautiful partner Kat came along with me and we, we hit the streets in Canberra and we joined the Freedom Rally and we did that for a day, met some really cool people. Um, we actually linked up with one of Kat's friends had a, for her birthday as well and then we, and then we left. We really just mm-hmm. went there to be part of that, that movement and to experience it for ourselves. How and, was it? Mate, it was, it, was, it was quite a surreal experience. Um, but yeah, you, I think everyone should experience it because it wasn't what I'd read. It wasn't what I'd heard. Um, what was it? it was, was
1: it then? What was it?
0: Oh, you just, you know, you read about these people being, who are a part of it being, you know, the worst of the worst, horrible people, uneducated, um, scum basically. And this is not what I found. I, we, the first two people we met were Austrian who'd lived there most of their life um, in Austria and Germany, particularly during that occupation, World War II. So they're very old. They're about 80-something. And we're chatting with them, walking to this meeting point, and they're just lovely people. And mm. we're like, why are you guys here? And they said, it's just, it just doesn't feel right. We were compelled to come. And that was the same sort of thing for us. And it, it became consistent. Everyone we met, we met a couple of guys from Canberra as well. Not many people in Canberra go to these marches. And these boys were like, and they're high up in government positions too. And they were like, yeah, it's it, here particularly. People just, they just do what they're told and they're happy. A lot of them have government jobs, really well paid. Um, the other curious thing is there's no rules in Canberra. You, you don't have to wear a mask. You don't have to check in. You don't have to do anything. And I, I found that just what do you, made to breathe.
1: What do, you, what do you mean you don't have to do any of that?
0: I, I know, mate. It just blew me away. So in the last two weeks, I've experienced what the rules are in Canberra, what the rules are in Melbourne, and what the rules are in Adelaide. And every single location has different rules. It's madness. So Adelaide's very, very lax. We were there for the Fringe Festival. You've just got to check in in the big outdoor gatherings. As you go through, you have to check in and wear a mask. You don't need to wear masks or check in anywhere else. It's um, you decide kind of thing. It's not pressured. And in Canberra, there's not, nothing. No one. You know, People will decide to wear masks, but there's no pressure at all. I walked into shopping centres and no one asked me to wear a mask. So I just found it very curious that there's different rules depending on where you're located. Um, but there was this epic march and, and we took part in it. And, and it felt great. We, we ended up marching all the way to Parliament House, the old Parliament House. There were a few speeches and then on, on to the other Parliament House. And there was probably – this was after the really, really big rally the week before. Mm. So there was only about 5,000 people there. And apparently the week before there was somewhere between – mainstream was saying 10,000. Um, a lot of the people we spoke to were saying somewhere between – anywhere between 100 and 500. They just don't know. Mm. Um, wow. And, yeah, so we stayed there. We ended up camping in this campsite that um, became quite famous called Epic. We were trying to find this campsite called Epic Campsite where (laughs) all these people were camping. But that had been disbanded by the police, and they pushed them all out. And we ended up at a place called Cobbler's Campsite. And there were a few, um, they called them freedom fighters there. And so we had a few conversations with them. And, again, just normal people. We met a family with a giant bus, one of those um, proper coaches, and she, her, her husband had been arrested, put in jail. She hadn't seen him for a week since the last protest. And, and I was just like, I had so many questions. I'm like, well, are you worried about him? She's like, no, he'll be fine. Um, you know, what happened? She said, look, we're, we're on a register. We've been sort of driving around Australia going to all the freedom rallies because, you know, we're free and we're, we're doing this trip and we believe – that everyone should be able to, you know? Um, and so, yeah, a, a really awesome experience, but also, you know, quite challenging because people are asking, why are you in Canberra? And then why are you in Warrnambool? And and so I'm happy to share, but then you do experience the judgment. People are like, oh, why were you part of that? Why would you do that? Um, yeah. So that gives you a little bit of a for the craziness of the forward back forward back. Mate, good on you.
2: Good yeah. on you. And how's the van going? How is how is the oh. you know living living in your car? Right.
0: It's um <laughs> yeah, it's really really something. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, we there's a few teething issues. We've got I think that's the thing you don't realize or remember from the last trip. But there's always something breaking, there's always something to fix, there's always something going on. But it's we're starting to find our feet now. The first couple of weeks is really a little clunky, awkward, uncomfortable. You know, you've lost the luxuries, showers don't exist. You've got to plan um, for any of the luxuries. Um, but we've kind of come up with a system now once a week, we go to a hotel. And, and enjoy a couple of days of a hotel, and, and then we rough it for four or five days. But all the things are working. The electrics are phenomenal. We can basically use them like you would at home, so we don't have to worry about power at all. The water's been really, really good. And yesterday, we had our first ball drive, which was epic. I've been so scared to do it. This is, what do you do if you get stuck somewhere? Mm-hmm. We don't have a teammate with us, um, but we did this epic four out of 10 it was, but I was driving down the hill and I was terrified. I was literally terrified. And we went down this massive cliff all the way down to the blowhole beach, which is about 20 minutes from here. And that was when I was like, yes, this is what it's all about. Complete freedom, wild, deserted beach. And, um, this surf down there, so I can go for a surf and yeah, just beautiful. So Getting into nature, this van is epic because it can go anywhere. But it is a very small, intimate space, and that's the trade-off, right? Some of the creature, mm-hmm. but you do get access to raw, wild nature. Mm-hmm.
2: So, are you staying in caravan parks, or were you just on the side
0: of the road? Or no, we just look for free, free camps. Yeah. So, national parks.
1: Is there a lot um, in South Australia? You can... Not
0: really, okay. not, not really. to be honest. Like the Western Australia and the Nullarbor is insane. Like across mm. the Nullarbor, there's 300 free camps. Um, in this little part, it's called the um, Flores Peninsula. Mm-hmm. It, there's like four. Oh, okay. So, but the paid ones, they're really, really good too. Like they're beautiful. So you don't mind paying 20 bucks for a beautiful one. But some of the national parks try to charge like 30 bucks. That doesn't feel good. I'm like, I'm pretty sure our taxes help contribute to state and national parks. So we do try to find the free ones
2: mm.
0: on the way to Canberra. Any of those truck stops, I didn't realize that any truck stops for 24 hour stops, you can legally stay the night, um, mm. which is handy if you're doing big distances. But again, not beautiful. Who wants to be beside the highway? Mm. You
1: can help it. But you can mm. at least like stop there and have a sleep and then keep going the next morning.
2: And you don't, so these are yeah. like the rest, the rest stops. You mean?
1: Yeah, yeah. Which so often that, have a
2: dunny. They often have a dunny there and yeah. the shower as well. Usually.
0: Yeah, if you don't mind, if you're not, you know, if you're going between two major cities, then it makes sense. You can just pull up and have a sleep. And Kat built the van in just such a great way as far as the curtains and the she built these blackout curtains as well. So we've had a couple of sneaky spots where you're probably not meant to camp, but we just black out and. And
1: no one knows you there. So. It just looks like a mm. car's parked there.
0: Yeah.
2: He, so, just to be clear, listeners, particularly if you're from the government, mm. um, he said probably. He, he could have been able to camp there, just to be clear. There's no rules
1: being broken here. Ben's, Ben's probably been probably really on his, uh, on his best behavior here. Uh, <laughs> it's good that someone is. It's you not, know. Uh-huh. As you guys said, normally that's me. And
0: Please. you were missing me last week. I, I'd love you to fill me in. Um, What what was the general gist of last week's conversation that I missed? You know, I hate missing these conversations. How did it start?
1: It started with uh, Ben sharing... Don't throw me under the bus. It did. It did. It did. It it really did. uh, (laughs) My memory says me well. It started with Ben sharing about a text message joke, which half the group thought was funny. And then... uh, one person in the group goes, I don't think that's funny. And then oh. we started to discuss the the difference between banter uh, and racial bias comments. Okay. And the group
0: you're referring to is, Be- Benny, you're alive. Firstly, oh, my gosh. The last time I saw you, you were off on a wild adventure and With every one of those had... Every one of those adventures has ended with an SES call. Yeah,
2: this one nearly did too, um, <laughs> but uh, it didn't in the end because we changed the changed the route, uh, which was which turned out great in the end. Mate, um, it was really really good. It was really good. Uh, that was Paddy,
0: wasn't it? Pazzy, was
2: yeah, out out in the outback, you know, south of Cradle Mountain. Basically, it's called Walls of Jerusalem. Just beautiful. We went off piste uh, and then at the end we went on pissed, uh on the, main, on the main trails and just you know some of these national parks and the and the money that the government has put into building these trails and uh, preserving the, the parks it's just stunning just mm. just absolutely incredible um, so yeah it was a was a really really good trip mate so thank you it was uh it was good uh, I'd be you know so keen. you know one of the things that you realize, as you are you know, starting to realize, um, what, what it really is to be free and out, out of the machine, you know, yeah. that, that we're so bought into the machinery that, uh, that is our world at the moment. Uh, and to realize that for those six days, seven days, I had everything on my back, mm. uh, which was about 11 kilos plus the food that I took with me. So yeah. I had 11 kilos. It's all I needed. And I was all yeah. back. Uh, and I could sleep. Uh, I was cozy. I had mm. my cooking. It was 11 kilos. Uh, mm. I don't yeah. need all of this to survive. Mm. Uh, and it was, yeah, that was interesting. And then to come back to reality, you know, like you, you guys have, have done it before too. You know, you go camping and you realize how great simple life is and then you get back to reality, which is beautiful. And um, it, there's a whole... Uh, yeah, whatever that has to then
1: support that. What's
2: the
1: What's the idea of the uh, of the trip uh, in the middle of the year? Is that to escape the machine again, or a bit of both? When you when you when you head off for three months, what's the Oh yeah. What do you What are your thoughts? Uh, it is a, It is a bit
2: of to escape the machine. It is to. Uh, environment supports performance mm. so whatever environment i'm in every day i know i back you're back,
0: I'm
1: you're back, back. mate all I had was the environment supports performance, and it was like, yeah, great. And I was chatting
2: with Logan, and I was just saying how Logan is one of our our, our, our fans, and he gets really upset when the podcasts aren't released on time. <laughs> like he really does. He goes, "What's up with Janesh?
1: Story? <laughs> <laughs> like seriously?" can. We're offering internships, so <laughs> Logan, if you listen to this one, right? Um, okay, it's a it's an unpaid internship. Um, we can mm-hmm. teach you the ropes of post production. You just
0: you just press the button that applauds whenever Jess yeah. says something. That's uh, all you got to yeah. do. Just, and, yeah. um,
1: and write it up. And uh, Logan, mate, you can be on our non-payroll employees, mate. So welcome, welcome aboard.
2: He'd love that. He'd absolutely <laughs> love that. He um. So he's just been a little bit stuck around his business at the moment, and we said, you, you know, you can't think, you can't really you can't think new if you keep doing the same. Yeah. Uh, there needs mm-hmm. to be a shift mm-hmm. who you're hanging out with, the books you're reading, or just your environment. So he's heading off for a Kentucky trip, mm-hmm. uh, nine-day Kentucky in uh, far north Queensland. Woo! And I said, go and do that because while you're away, you'll be able to think differently. Mm. Yeah, new thoughts, yeah. new ideas will come to you. And I guess totally. that's part of the, what, the three months, right, is for us to, Michelle and I, to kind of think differently. Mm. Uh, than what we normally think. That's a big chunk of why we do it. Uh, It's a big chunk of why I do the hike with the boys. Um, Meeting new and different people and also seeing some of Australia. We haven't really – we've done tourism, Australia, you know, gone to the main spots. And we don't really know, you know, Mm. uh, Australia. So we're looking forward to doing that and living simply, just like you said, like Mm. living really, really simply. We were watching some stuff on YouTube last night. And uh, you know, just there were some families that were taking their vehicles off road and gone to some of the beaches in Western Australia that are just deserted yeah. and just set up on the beach, and it's it just there's just nothing but sand and water in front of you. Uh, so again, living a bit simply again, the mm. uh, mm. no idea of that. Mm.
0: Oh mate, you're yeah, you're sort of yeah. um, explaining what we're just starting to feel into and. Oh, there's this, exactly as you said, you can't solve problems with the same sort of mindset that created them. And most of the problems we experience, we create ourselves. So that's a big part of it for me is a reset. You know, like when it is not functioning the best or your phone's glitching out, you turn it off and you turn it back on. And normally 90% of the time it fixes it. And so I think regardless of whether you consciously accept or, or the, the last two years has been traumatic. It, it has been. And so for me, there's this awareness that there needs to be a hard reset and nature it's free most of the time, unless they charge you 20 bucks <laughs> to stay there. But most of the time it's free. And, you know, they say the best things are free, but none of us have any time for the free things because mm-hmm. we're so busy making money to pay for the expensive things. And and so there's this beautiful yeah, op- opportunity for us to have some time to just pour into the free things. And as you said, we get to set up in this place that's beautiful, majestic. And then we're just filling our days with hobbies. So mm-hmm. you're going wow. for a paddle or you're getting up and doing a workout. And and you've got time to stare at the birds and the you know, it's just it's magical. So, mate, excited for when you hit the road, Benny, and maybe we can link up. Oh, that would be, that'd be really, really good. Oh, I yeah. oh, that, I'd absolutely love that.
2: I was thinking um, uh, with what you were just saying about you know, some, of the, the, some, of, some of the great things in life are free, that you, you've got to work to pay for the paid stuff, but that's because the machine says that's where the happiness is at. Mm. But one of the other things that came out from, from going bush was recognizing, you know, we often think that there's us and nature, that there's mm. a battle between humans and nature, mm. and when you get in, when you really get in the bush, you realise you are nature, yeah. you are the environment. Um, that we're not separated from it; that we are it. And mm. that was a really, I really felt into that for this hike trip. Mm. Uh, that that I'm not separate from it; that I am nature. Yeah.
0: Yes, rather than a separate thing, a nature I battle with. Um, and, yeah. and that's, that's the, um, just on that, because I'm really vibing that, it, that's, um, that's where the magic starts to happen. Once you become part of it, then you start to see things that you've never seen before. I mean, for a surfer, when they're starting out, they're battling ocean. Mm-hmm. They're battling it. They don't understand how the current works. They end up inevitably paddling against rips. They're, they burn themselves out but after you've been doing it a while and the old guys are the best at this because they're so efficient and they can see things the rest of us can't because they're part of it. Mm -hmm. They become part of the ocean. Um, Oh, that's where the magic, that's where the magic is. And it Mm -hmm. takes, you know, you can tell someone that you're not separate to nature, but until they spend enough time in nature trying to fight it, Mm -hmm. eventually, you know, it doesn't matter how strong you are. You can't fight the ocean. Actually, it teaches you fight it and die or accept it become one with it and then start to find some joy and some peace and um oh i just think that that's so important for for everyone Mm -hmm. to remember that you're part of it and we're all searching for belong Mm -hmm. to belong to be part of something and we're all part of something already
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's good yeah i think the more you resist it the more you go, oh, I have to be doing something. I have to be doing this. Like, oh, I can't just sit here. But I think, as you said, Ben, as soon as you like that, that sense of surrendering, and go, oh, mm. we are, we, are, it is part of it. You actually, your days are full. Your days are full of wandering. Your days are full of um, gazing. Your days are full of just going, seeing. As you said, Matt, seeing things that you wouldn't usually see. Yeah. Um, but until you surrender to it. I don't think it, it's, it makes it harder, right? Until and, you go, I need to be doing something. Uh, where, where's the next stop? Can we do something? I'm bored. I'm bored. I'm bored. And absolutely. it's like the new. It's like that new generation going, "Look, I'm bored. Can we do something?" I'm like, no, "No, no, no. We we are doing something right now." And you and you take you do take your um.
0: You know, you take your mindset, you take your consciousness mm-hmm. with you. So that's why I was saying it takes about. It's taken us two weeks to start to become human beings and not human doing so you can leave and we're efficient and we're productive and cat's a great worker and i'm a good worker and so we've left work but we're still working you know we're still all right where's the next campsite we need to make sure we have water we've got to make sure the van's good to go we've got to check this we're doing 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 so that we can be and so it's taken us two weeks to just let it all fall away like um and and start to just be and, and that's enough. And wow, does it fill you up when you have enough time to stare and, and, and watch nature come alive. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Great, great doco I'm watching at the moment. Not doco. It's not a
2: doco at all. I don't even know why I said doco. <laughs> um, great TV series. Great TV series I'm watching at the moment. Uh, 1883. 1883.
0: 1883. Yeah, that's, so is there's, a, there's a TV to... series
2: called Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. So it's Cowboys that's set in modern times uh, in Montana. Awesome oh, wow. TV series. Really like it. Uh, super edgy. There's yep. a
1: prequel yeah. called 1883. How do you rate the prequel? Because I love Yellowstone. I'm, I'm a fan. What's yeah, the prequel? Prequel, like? prequel is as good
2: as Yellowstone. That's a big call. Cool. And, and different, oh, right? Okay. And so the prequel is said is, is the Duttons leaving Tennessee to move eventually to Montana mm-hmm. to then set up the Yellowstone Ranch, which is then the, 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 the 2020 version. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is 1883, right? It's, it's where they're ma- the Duttons are making the journey from Tennessee to Montana across the prairies, across the, the wild landscape, the wild west mm-hmm. um, back then. And you see the cowboys that have become have become one with nature. They've become one with their horse, and there's just them, their horse, their gun, their you know one of the better term, their swag, mm. you know, on the back of the horse. And all they need is their horse. That's, that's wow. it. It's just you know, it's the horse and nature, and that they're so one with, with the brutality of of. Of what nature is, you know, sometimes the harsh winters, the hot summers, the lack of food, the lack of water, they're at one with it. And um, I think it, it just, when you were talking, Maddie, it, it just it brought back visions of, of that and brought back mm-hmm. in you know, visions too of the, in that 1883, of course, of the indigenous Americans, the Indians, mm-hmm. and just how ridiculously at one
0: they were with nature, mm-hmm. as I were love- our Australian Aboriginals. <laughs> I love that as well, the, the strength in that. Like how, mm. It's almost like we've got it backwards. Like it is phenomenal to be able to move through the environment, which mm. is hostile. Like it, we can say it looks beautiful, mm. but it is hostile. Mm. To be fully connected with it, to only have stuff on your back and that's all you need to be able to survive and, and in many cases thrive, particularly the Native Americans and the um, first Australians. We're thriving for hundreds of thousands of years with a different mindset of oneness connected versus the Western or, you know, the white sort of person battling, mm. um, fighting. Oh, I really like that. So, what's it called? 18-
2: 1883. So, there's only one season, uh, yep. 10 episodes. And, and I was chatting with Ryan about it actually this morning. Um, you, you, it's beautifully set beautiful acting good characters uh, and you I mean like any TV show you you see the characters interacting and they're speaking to each other but the woman in it the one of the main women in it which is the daughter of, of one of the duttons uh, she you actually hear her thoughts mm-hmm. so you're actually hearing the meaning she's putting to everything that's going on during the during the, the episode, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. So she'll be chatting, and I'll be chatting, and then you'll you'll hear the a, a story come up that she just created around the conversation or the event that happened and what it meant to her. Mm. So it's it's really interesting because we're doing that all the time, mm. all the time. time. Simultaneously, as we're as we're moving through life, there is a voice going, "You know what that means? Yeah, what he just said means this. This is the meaning you need to put to that. Mm-hmm. That yeah. sunrise, that sunset." Here's the meaning that you need to put to that. And you hear that voice. Mm -hmm. That's really good. Really, really good. And she she is a real philosopher. Uh, I love it. Really, really interesting the meanings that she puts to uh, all the things that go on, the dramas and and what happens. So, Mm -hmm. highly recommended. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm. uh, Yeah. And it's good old fashioned cowboys and Indians like we used to watch. You know, I yeah. doesn't love that? Uh, that's probably politically incorrect, but, um, <laughs> you
0: know, it's good old-fashioned cowboys and Indians.
1: Um, which, re-
0: which represent adventure, don't they? Cowboys, to me, it's yeah. adventure. It's, it's going out. Yeah, like, I think that's, you know, what you mean, right? When you say mm. good old cowboys and Indians, I mean, it's adventure. They yes. represent, yeah, not being afraid and hiding. I mean, They're out there. Mm, I love yeah. that sort yeah. of vibe. It's good. It's definitely worth,
2: I mean, the opening scene. Mm. Wow. Boom. You know, it's like
0: so so well done. Anyway. um, Mate, thanks uh, for the the share. I have a question for you guys because this has been on my mind and it's something that I really, um, I'm mindful that I want to, since we started this trip, people have just been getting very excited for us. So people we met in Adelaide, people we met on the road, like, This van, uh, I'll send, or maybe we can put a picture Mm. for the viewers. It looks ridiculous, but it has started so many conversations. So many old-timers come up and they go, oh, you guys are adventure-bound, aren't you? Oh, I used to have one of these. And just so many conversations, which has been great. And Kat and I are going to start this little um, Instagram. We want to start an Instagram and, and put out something positive around get out into nature, you know, try and encourage people to to seek some freedom. Um, why do you think in our society that the things that are free have no value? Why do you think that there's this perception that um, the things, you know, the best things are free, but they're not the things that we invest a huge amount of time in as a collective? Um, why do you think that's, that's the case? And, and how do you think we can help? inspire people to turn around and maybe invest in some of these things, mm. you know, like nature, like um, hobbies. What do you guys think? Well, something, for, something for nothing is worth nothing. You
2: know, exactly isn't that, that the same, right? Mm. Something for nothing mm. worth nothing.
1: Because they're putting zero meaning, I think, to, to the freebie. I think they've, uh, people intrinsically put a value to something that I'm paying for and they don't associate necessary value for something free Unless they've, unless they've experienced it, right? So if they go, could I join a gym or do I YouTube the workout and do it in the park myself, right? Yeah. Um, and there's no value in it because they haven't. They probably haven't experienced it. So if they went with a friend or they went and experienced, it, they go, oh look, there's, there's value there. Um, but otherwise, they're like, no, no, no I'm just going to go to the gym. And that, that notion of if I'm paying for it, value—it's—it's uh, got to be good that that monetary value and payment, but also if I that accountability. If I'm paying for it, I'm gonna I'm gonna go. Or if it's free, then uh, I'm, I'm feeling a little lazy. I don't really want to go. There's something else on. I I, I just won't go. But yeah. you know what? Here's some gold.
2: Get your pens and papers out, ladies and gentlemen. You want to write this down? You definitely want to write this I'm down. I'm ready. I'm ready. Right. I'm ready, ready, like- Get your pen out, mate. Get your pen out. It's not free. None mm. of it is free, mm. right? It might be free monetary, but it's going to cost you energy. Mm. Yeah. And time. Yeah? It's costing you energy this trip, right? It's going to yeah. cost you sanity. do mm. yeah. not tell me it hasn't cost you some sanity in the last two weeks. Absolutely. <laughs> um, it, it could cost you time. Mm-hmm. There's a cost. Not so always money, different.
0: though. Mm.
2: Yeah? yeah. So, you know, when I went bush, that was free. But there was a cost of energy. Mm. There was yeah. certainly a cost of sanity, you know, yep. being
0: out of the bush and kind of the uncertainty that went it, And creature comfort. There's a cost yeah. of comfort. Mm. There's no Correct. comfort. You have to become comfy, you- And and it's because you have to become something more. And I think that's why we love it and it's empowering and the meaning so great is because we become more um, mm. as a result. Mm. You know, when you're hiking with that 10-kilo backpack on and you start bit be- 20 400 and you start um, bitching and moaning internally about how uncomfortable it is and how oh, should we just quit, you have to become a better version of yourself to get through it. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to band together when the fucking fan belt goes again, which we've paid $250 for, and now I've got to get under there and fix it myself because we're moving and we can't take it back to the guy who's saying, yeah, bring it back and I'll fix it. Um, we have to become a better team. We have to be kinder to each other. I think... You're, you're so right there is a cost but it's not monetary mm. and our society is so driven around um, value being in monetary terms that so, yeah
2: so because i
1: don't want to risk the other i don't yeah. want to risk the other so the question is then is the financial cost like say i'm going to pay for a hotel room as opposed to a pay for a i'm gonna um oh not pay not pay monetary cost and go camping Is that, is the free cost, actual cost higher? So it's actually, it's harder. It's easier. The cost, the financial cost is actually less. So the financial cost to do something normal, do something, go to the, uh, instead of having, say, a picnic, right? It's like, I'm going to go to my favorite restaurant. Uh, Mm. The the, the cost is less, actually. The monthly cost must be higher, but there's the time, the comfort, the sanity, the the prep, all that is, is actually less. So it actually costs less in total. Meaning you said everything everything costs something. But so the free things actually cost more. So people are like, nah, not gonna do it. It's actually more cost tax, more. more more taxing on you as a person. Mm. Harder to
0: do, um, costs you less money and way more rewarding. Mm-hmm. because we know the more we give, the more we get. So mm-hmm. if, we, if we put the effort into making that meal and taking it out to the park and having a picnic, it's going to be more meaningful than probably just going down the road, jumping in the car and turning up at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. So when, when we're talking about meaning and we're meaning machines, we're always putting meaning to stuff, if it's comfortable and easy the meaning may not be as great as if it is a little bit more challenging to get to and more profound experience. I wonder. Mm.
2: Mm. That's like to speechless.
1: Mm. It is. Oh. It's um. It's, it's just. I think it takes more effort um, to to. It's. Yeah. It's it's fascinating when you said that uh, everything is a cost. And then why and when Matt when you go, why do people stray away from it? it probably cost it costs more. But we don't we Very don't good. think of it as a cost more because we're not paying for it. It costs more to stray away from from the machine. And also
2: we're, we're marketed to pay the, consumer. The spending is the key. Yeah. You know, money it's, is um, the key. Money is the key to happiness. Money is the key to um Uh, you know, freedom money is, you know, you've got to
0: buy your way there. And money is success as well. They're, they're together. So if I go off camping and my money's going down, my success is going down. I'm less, less valuable as a male because I have less money in the bank, which is just fucking numbers. I realized this the other day as it was, when you do travel, you do, you spend money. Um, Fuck, there's numbers in a bank. It means nothing. Like, at least back in the day when I had my money tin and I was a little young man saving up for something, I had a giant tin that I could lift up and go, fuck yeah, I'm doing all right. Now, it's just numbers in a bank account. It means absolutely nothing. Yet, all of us are driven to keep it ticking over.
2: Mm. Yeah, Wait, That's interesting you say that because it is numbers in the bank. And I wonder whether that's, that doesn't – we don't connect with that and so the way to connect with it is to take it out of the bank, spend it, and spend it on something physical. Mm, and then too. see what you can see. What, you, you can see what you've got, right? Yeah. Because there's no connection. Like I remember the, the result day. of experience. Yeah. When, we, when I started in practice, people paid cash. It was cash and checks. Cash and checks. Right? The F machine was one of those ones where you put the card on and go, right? Ones, what a yeah. pain in the ass, right? And so everyone everyone just paid cash. And I remember going home with Michelle in the early days. I just graduated and I bought this practice and we we had a little shitty TV, two director's chairs, you know, the director's chairs, like all that ones, and a futon. And jumping up and down on the futon, throwing the money in the air.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Throwing it in the air. All
2: these $20 bills, you know, throwing it in the air. And and it it was tangible. Like you took the money home at the end of the day, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. your, your takings, literally, you're yeah. takings. Now there's no takings. Like we yeah. would be lucky in the practice here. So lucky if we got a hundred bucks. Two hundred bucks would be a good day of cash. Right. Yes, yeah, so, rest so is just all on card. There's no
0: physical exchange. It, yeah.
2: Mm. Interesting. Mm. So we we convert it to something that is physical. What a, you know how good is that right? Just and the marketing machine out there is don't spend your sanity no no spend your money mm. spend your money and yeah. then you can show people what, how much you've got yeah, yeah. buy what you bought
0: mm. Mm.
2: I think we're on to something boys hope everyone's
0: been writing that down yes mm. they to have that one for free
2: yeah yeah
0: so yeah, and, and if you and, and for anyone wondering we're encouraging you to spend your money on you know things but also experiences because experiences mm. They give back, and they are with you forever. Isn't it true that when you buy something, shiny new car, motorbike, it the feeling associated with it wears off mm. after a while. It wears off, and you you suddenly are driving that car every day, and it means very little to you anymore. You know, for a long time, where you're waiting and saving for it, it meant so much. The anticipation, you get it, and after a month or two, as the new car smell wears off, so does the feeling. But the experience. That's with you forever. It comes back in moments of but you know, the same song comes on that you were listening to when you did that trip with Michelle or with the guys, and bang, you're back there. And suddenly you're flooded with those same emotions. So yeah, it seems yeah. that the best investment, if you want meaning, is experiences, mm. time with your friends. And or if you just
2: it. I was gonna say easy for us as white privileged males well, white and two whites and a brown, um, <laughs> don't, a don't Privilege, right. <laughs> privileged males, right, yeah. that have got a bank account mm. with yep. numbers in it. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, I think we, 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 we get to have these conversations, you know, is it really about money or is it about energy and sanity? But for some people that don't have any numbers in their bank account, mm-hmm. yep. then, then the money is important. Yeah, so absolutely. I, I'm, I'm, I've become a bit more aware of that. Of I think, my, yeah, um, my uh, ability to have conversations around money is not important because I do have money. Yeah. yeah. What That's, was the
1: number? <laughs> and looks it.
2: aren't important because I have the look. Nah.
1: <laughs> 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 what was the number? We we been I mean, you seventy five grand. Yeah. The yeah. number for that bare minimum, or that number for happiness, or that yeah, yeah. happiness. Doesn't increase beyond mm. that, that number. That, that number, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Which, which is fascinating because you're right. You are. We we are we are privileged and we do have um, enough in the account to go. Yep, uh, it doesn't matter. Let's just just be free and be be hippies, right? But it's yeah, you are right. But it's also that what are what are people chasing? So if you don't go, what are you chasing? Are you chasing a some stability to so you can um, kind of just have that happy medium or are you just chasing more? And if you're chasing more, I would encourage you to ask the question of yourself, why? Um, Is it a more so you can have more freedom in so you can, you know what, I'm just chasing more so then I can retire early or and then I can spend time with kids or family or just go on adventure. Am I – Chasing more to resource new toys to have experiences. Um, I would always I always ask the "What is why are you chasing more?" Um, yeah, because if you don't, if you're just chasing more for the sake of chasing more, it's like a ham. You're know, like you're on a hamster on a hamster wheel. You're just going to mm-hmm. keep going round and round and round, and then you you build a lifestyle of of things that just and you can't get out of it. They go, oh, I can't really change because you've built this lifestyle around that, that money flow. And it's like, well, why? Like I'm not even happy. You're like, well, okay, what's, what's the point? And they're not chasing experiences. They're not chasing these things and they're like, it's just, there's just more, 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 more. There's definitely a – I'm going to say it's a lie.
2: There's definitely a story that I bought into which is money gives you choices. Money gives you choices. Mm. Does that mean I don't have choice without money? Uh, maybe if it's under 75 K, you know, does the person who doesn't have any money, does he have choices? Mm. And, you know, I, there's a there's a story there. On, 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 mm. you, what, I'm interested in your guys, your, your thoughts on that.
0: Uh, and the other thing is, um, is gone. Just, mm. yeah. well, I'm going to jump on that straight away. Mm. That, that idea of, money gives you freedom, right? Choices, as you said, choices. Um, it I think that that's true, but sometimes the choices don't get made. The money is what gets made. So sometimes you just get in that cycle of keep getting more so that I've got more freedom, but you, you don't necessarily end up utilising it Be- because of that idea of, I think it's the keeping up with the Joneses, particularly for for men, that idea of that's how we compete. It's yeah. the... And we get trapped in that cycle. Um, no, I, I, think you, I think yeah, you're onto
2: something there. And uh, that, that does bring back what I was going to say is that um,
1: we—it's gone again. Oh, it's gone again, mate. Oh, gone again. That's God. a bit mate, scary. We, what is yeah. yeah, that? Do we funny. pay you enough? That's we funny. pay. What do you? Yeah. That's, what is that? Uh, that's, uh, but it was good too. It's really good. I think that's. I, old, I, I that, do have to get it out, Matt. I think that's old age. I think that's old age. It no, a, it that, couldn't be. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Here go, I, go, 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 it, go. I got it. Go. Okay. I got it. I got it. I got it. got
2: it. Better be better be good. Those, of, I got my pen. Go. It is. I Got your pen and paper. Here we go. go. So it was. Um, <laughs> he's bluffing. He's, he's, trying, so, he's so trying. He's trying. But it came. It's
0: weird. It's what. Seriously. It actually came in. So my belief is that this thing you're about to say is going to be the most profound thing we've ever heard on our podcast. If you can just find it. Uh, Oh yeah, here we go. Here we go. Because Let me get it out quickly. Because we're conscious
2: and we we are self-aware and we know that we are going to die, we need to put meaning to our life. And so uh, we need to make sure our life is full and that it's full of experiences, and we've experienced everything, and we've seen everything before we die. And whether that's true or not, I don't know. But at some level, I think certainly I've bought into that, that I, I need to I need to make sure I'm constantly experiencing something and doing something new and growing and learning new things and seeing new things and buying new things. Do I really? You know, again, I go back to the Native American Indians and, the Australian Aboriginals, and they weren't doing new;
0: Mm-mm.
2: they were doing same uh, in rhythm with nature.
0: Yes, um, and it's it's like I don't know. A monk said it somewhere along the line, but it's not what you do; it's how you do it. Mm. Um, you know, and and when we're searching for something new, the new, the new, 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 the new, yeah, are we present? Because that's what we're really searching for in a new thing. In anything, it's how we believe that thing will make us feel. Mm. We can shortcut that and just decide to be that now and feel it. But it means letting go of, of the thing. Um, you see, yeah, there's something magical about about this process of just having time to be present because, you know, it's a cliche, but that's, that's the present, that's mm. the gift. And I think that's what we're all searching for. Like when I go surfing, it's not about surfing. It's about the moments of presence. And when I have those moments, I surf well. When you're in nature, I imagine hiking with the guys and you're struggling and you're pushing and it's just one more peak, one more peak and I can put my bag down and rest. When you get there and you guys do put down your bag, I imagine there's a moment of presence and appreciation and gratitude and... That's what we're doing it for.
1: Mm. Mm. Um, mm. Interesting. Just to talk about your. You said money gives you choices. Don't you agree? Or maybe. uh, It definitely gives you more choices. Doesn't Mm. say it just gives you a choice because you say everyone has a choice, but it. I would say it gives you the resources to make more choices. I have to cut you off there and say,
0: I think that's the problem. I think it's a double-ended problem because look at Netflix. We all have Netflix, yeah? We have so much choice. How many times do you decide with your partner, let's watch a movie tonight, wicked, and you jump on Netflix and you go, let's look for a movie. And because you've got so much fucking choice, you spend forty-five minutes looking for a movie, don't you get to the point where you both go, "Oh fuck,
2: it's too late." Let's now. Put on the TV, <laughs> Michelle Cavotto, If you're listening to this episode, no, yeah. that, that, that is that is three nights a week in our house. Okay, hey. okay, okay. Let's let's put a movie on. Let's find something even worse that we can watch together. Oh my <laughs> we're right. both going to enjoy. Yes.
0: Oh my god. That's, that's an hour down a rabbit hole of searching and, no, nah, that's not going to work. Oh, no, <laughs>
2: yeah, oh, no, nah, nah,
0: that's not going to work. Well, I actually think, and I, I now sort of tie this into, you know, the idea of choices. In Indonesia, there's one choice. Fucking, they don't have choices. They have one choice, work to feed. And they're the happiest people in the world. Like, look it up. The poorest people in the world are the happiest. And so... Oh, it's almost like our, the Western way of thinking. Though we have some incredible things that we've uncovered, I feel like we've got it back to front. We've got most of it inside out or outside in, you know? Mm-hmm. Um,
2: yeah, more is not always more. Do you remember, you, you guys are too young, but the video store days where you'd go in mm-hmm. and there was the new releases.
1: Yeah video, yeah, video Easy. Video Easy, right?
2: There was the new releases. Which you can only have for twenty four hours, and then there were yeah. the three day ones,
0: yes, and the, the five day. day, and then the week, five then for the, five, the, five the, day.
2: It was a five day pile, right? And you just went straight to the new release section, and there was like the pile of you know Raiders of the Lost Ark, and <laughs> and then there was uh, the one the cassette right at the very back, which said you we're know we're out, we're out, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and you'd go in, and the two of you would go, you'd pick up the covers, you'd look at the cover, you'd look at the text on the back. What do you reckon? Which one of these two? Oh, let's get both. And you go home. And,
0: like and that was it. it was mm. Simple. You went there and you were leaving with a movie. Correct. You don't. You don't drive to Video Easy or Blockbuster. Were you Video Easy or Blockbuster, Benny? What were you? Do you remember? We were blockbuster. Janesh, mm. Video Easy. Video Easy. Yeah, all the all the way. Um, <laughs> Interesting. Um, yeah, you went there and you got a movie. You don't drive 10 minutes to go get a movie to drive home
1: with nothing. That's
0: madness.
1: So mm. why, when we get onto a streaming platform, we go, mm, nah. Mm, Too nah.
2: many choices. Nah. No, no, you don't get on a streaming platform. I don't know about you. I've got Apple, <laughs> Stan, and... Yeah, yeah, Prime. Mm-hmm. And because 1883 is on Prime, but not really on Prime, it's actually on Paramount, which is on Prime. I've also got a Paramount subscription. <laughs> i got a
0: Google. i got to Google, so, you know. So now you've got six, six different Correct. video stores, all of which have thousands upon thousands of videos. Uh, and you
1: can't just, find one. You
0: <laughs> can't find one. No. No. So we did us. it last night. We did it
2: last oh. night. Uh, we did it last night. Uh, so I that, wanted to watch City of Angels. Remember that old movie? City yes, of Angels. Yes. Yeah. I just wanted I'm something gonna. a bit uplifting, and, uh, and we sat there, there arguing about watching City of Angels, and then finally we went, no, nah, let's put the TV on. We watched a few minutes of um, <laughs> see, shit. <laughs> uh, married at first sight. Oh first God! Night. Shoot me now. How not? How not to be functional uh, in intimacy? Well, they're all obviously on the spectrum of some kind of spectrum, and, um, and uh, they look good, don't they? And I, I, I apologise for being on the spectrum yeah. for saying that because um, these guys are yeah like totally dysfunctional. No wonder they got no partners. Again, mate, I will admit, right, I did watch the first season.
0: <laughs>
2: and I, and, I, and I, to be honest, I actually thought it was had a bit of quality to it. But now they've obviously gone, we need to keep upping mm-hmm. to keep viewers. We need to get the most, you know.
0: Isn't it, isn't it crazy? Just uh, This just brought me an idea as well. Reality TV. It's cheap TV to make, isn't it? Mm. Um, now I go to the shops and I do the checking out. I do it all. No one checks me out. Mm. We've created a society of simple, easy, and comfortable, and safe. And it's shit. Mm. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's shit.
1: Yeah, I uh, agree. I, I always go through the checkouts. I don't care. I'll wait ooh, in line at the uh, checkout. Yeah, no, I'm, um, I'm self-checkout. I'm like, nah, nah it's fucking too long. No, you
2: bought into the machine.
1: Nah, I was like, it's, I want ease. Mate, I'm like, if I can do it myself, that's fine.
0: I think that that's, that's the um, the thing that keeps it moving, that we all want to, you know, how many times do people go through the terms and conditions, just click accept, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever. yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, there's some bill that means that all our information is stored in one central location and we're all probably at some point going to go, oh, no, why?
2: Oh, no. E- I, love, I love the airlines. I've just bought some tickets a, a few times just recently. And, you know, it's all you know, we're amazing, song and dance, and then you get to the final purchase button. And in big text, it's only like two sentences because there's no fine print here um, where you tick the I agree. Uh, I agree that Jetstar can change the flight at any time. We can cancel it. We could just never run it. Uh, We can leave you stranded. Uh, We can spoil your wedding. Uh, We'll take your money. We can do anything. I agree. I agree. You can't buy the ticket without saying you can totally screw up your service and
0: I'm okay with it. Like, seriously, it's ridiculous.
1: Who else and gets
0: away with that except for airlines? Life-wise.
1: Who else who so, else gets away with okay. that except for airlines? No My one...
0: business is going to do that, Janesh. No Shipwreck. One,
1: no one Come else... to land
0: to surf. In, unless there's no waves, then we don't want to teach you to
1: surf. No one else uh... can do that. Like, I wake up one morning and go, mm, nah, don't want to see any clients. Sorry, guys, I'm going to send out a tech group text. Yeah, uh, all appointments cancelled today. Like you can't but fucking do that. But you are pay because No, you get a you credit. Pay. You get a credit, no <laughs> refunds. You get a credit, and you can book. You can book again with me, but I am fully booked for another two years. So mm. you can book oh. at some point with me, but your credit voucher is only valid for twelve months. Doctor in-
2: Robin. He was in. He went to a conference on the weekend. He was due to fly home Sunday for practice on Monday. He had patients booked Monday morning. And his flight was changed three times on Sunday night. And then at nine thirty we get a text from him saying the airline have just informed me that they won't be flying again till tomorrow. And so he didn't get a flight out. So we had to cancel his patients for the morning. He didn't get a flight out from Brisbane till nine something. The next day I said, Oh mate, how'd you go? They put you up for the night or whatever. He goes, no mate, nothing. Not even a taxi from the airport.
0: It was just, See the flight's the not flying. That's not okay. And I, yeah, I'm pretty sure that you, you have to know you're right there because you can demand. They're meant to give you no, no, that's no. what you sign away. That is the clear,
2: it's like seriously two lines when you go to book that says, we can just change anything.
1: And you agree to no compensation. Otherwise, yeah, don't book with us.
2: Yeah, otherwise, don't book.
0: Go and find someone else. <laughs> what is going on? Where's customer <clears throat> service and authenticity? In saying that, um, boys, I'm booking my flight. I'm going to Indo. Very excited! Hallelujah! Twenty seventh, twenty seventh of March. Then oh. yeah, we're booking it, booking it today. Yes. Um, there's a bit of certainty now, Benny, around some of that stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. I've been looking it up. Seven day quarantine for unvaccinated people. Five day quarantine for fully vaccinated people. Um,
2: and what you can do a it, quarantine. Just quarantine. At hotel, a res- hotel. At a resort. Hotel quarantine.
1: Yeah, at a resort. At like a five star so, resort. Yeah, And here's the thing, it's a bit confusing, but
0: I'm okay with it. Um, you go to this resort, and what they're sort of promoting is, you know, do your quarantine in style, do it in five-star, <laughs> and do it with everyone else. Yeah, Because when you come in, you don't need to be locked in your room. You're part of the, the quarantine community. community, and you get to live five-star and just go do whatever you want. You Cruise the pool, around the pool, drink, dance. I, I don't streets. know. I'm, I might be embellishing. I don't know if you're allowed to dance. Dancing is not allowed. But you are allowed to hang out and and freely move within the penitentiary of the um, five-star accommodation resort. Uh, My brain goes, that's confusing because when somebody new comes in and they're intermingling with all the people who've been there, I see a recipe for disaster here. But it does mean that we can now – they're accepting people, which is exciting. Bali is – yeah, is kicking it off. And I love that they're advertising both because mm. everywhere else, it's really hard to work out for my unvaccinated friends. What, 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 what's the story with them? Because mm. it's never advertised. But Bali is, which to me means that they're saying we just want tourists. Mm. Five and seven days, that's reasonable. I can mm. work with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, a business could work there. I'm always thinking, will people come? I don't want to have to specify vaccinated, unvaccinated. I think everyone should be able to travel freely and, and go anywhere. So that's exciting. So we're going on the 27th. We're going to go recce it, suss it out, see what it's like for a month. We get back in um, just the end of April. And, and then we're going to keep traveling up the coast. Wow. All the way to the What were the flights room. like to Bali? Like costs? and Really good. Like yeah. the, cheaper, the cheapest I've seen. Um, normally, you know, 2019, it was $600 return if you booked early. Mm. Um, it could go, and it can go all the way up to $1,200. Mm. You know, I've seen two grand as well. But the the good rate was $600. Now it's at $500. Oh, wow. So it's $100 huh. less than normal. Good. The rumor rumor is, though, that's just to get the cogs turning, mm. and it will start to um, go up, and it will be, ex- they're saying will be expensive because these airlines want to reclaim a lot of lost mm. money. Mate, can you send me the link? Have you got a link
2: for that where you got that info? Have you got a PCR test when you arrive or come home? Or
0: Enough to do. I, I'm pretty confident they've thrown out all the testing as well. It's just a mandatory quarantine, seven and five.
1: I think when you get um, back, you still have yeah. to do one. But you can go home. You can home quarantine. But uh, we had friends who just came back, or like came into Australia and they had to get a PCR uh, within five days or three days of landing, but you could go. You can go home. Yeah, home. I'm just not. I'm, just a home quarantine when you came back, and that was it. Well, I haven't
0: um, looked at the coming back in Australia. I've just been studying the other end. Um, One step at a time. Yeah. What if your What if your home's in a um, a bus? Is, <laughs> can I do my quarantine in the bus?
2: Mm.
1: So- I'm sure you can. Yeah, but oh. don't. That's not legal advice. No, it's seek not. your own. Seek legal own. Depends what it has on your license. <laughs> traveling bus. Traveling oh, bus. Oh, what's that? What is that?
0: Mm. 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 So that very excited. Um, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm starting to sense a bit of this this elusive thing called freedom,
1: and God, it's good. Um, mm. Yeah. On that Ooh, elusive, out there? On that elusive freedom thought, what is? Um, What's something you want to leave our listeners with in terms of we talked a lot about uh, moving away from the machine, choices, resources, um, that presentness uh, and experiences.
0: What's uh, Mm. what's
1: something that you all want to leave them with?
0: Um, I will go first. I want to challenge some people to reconnect with those things that are Free the things that don't cost you money. That has been so eloquently put. It they cost you something, um, but the things that don't cost you money, I want to encourage some people to partake in some of them. Some of the hobbies, some of the um, yeah, some of the things that it yeah, don't cost your wallet too much. They'll cost you somewhere, but I believe will give back tenfold. Um, as they say, the things that are free are the best things in life.
2: Mm. mm. I like it, mate. I would say um, it's not something we've talked about at all. Mm. So, but it is do something that you used to do before uh, life changed because of um, government intervention. I would say COVID because COVID didn't put us in lockdown. COVID mm. didn't tell us to socially distance. Mm. Uh, governments did Um, Mm -hmm. go back to do something you used to do in 2019 what did you do back in 2019 that you've stopped doing Uh, is it someone you've stopped calling someone you've stopped a cafe you've stopped going to an exercise you've stopped doing a hobby you've stopped doing like Matty was talking about Uh, what did you stop doing that you used to do in 2019 I used to catch up with uh some old blokes at a cafe we do it two or three times a week it was a bit random but I'd go and get a coffee and I'd sit at a table with them. We'd chat about bits and pieces and then I'd head off to work. And then when 2020 came and government said you weren't allowed to social, uh, do social stuff anymore and cafes and shops were closed, I stopped doing it. Mm. And I haven't got back to it. And I reconnected with one of the men. He came on my radio show last week. Just a great dude. Uh, Leon, mate, if you're listening to this, which you're probably not. But if you were to, uh, mate, thanks for coming on and thanks for the wisdom you brought. Uh but I caught up with him and I'm thinking to myself, i am got to get back to doing those, just those early morning coffee mm. chats with, again, just some different people. Again, environment we talked about. Mm. It's not always physical. It can be the people you're hanging out with. So my, mm. my, uh, my challenge to our listeners would be go back and find something you were doing in 2019 and do it again.
0: I like it. Janesh. you, mate, what would you encourage
1: our listeners to do? I would encourage... Um to create micro experiences. Um so I think sometimes people think experience is grandioso, go away for a weekend, I need to book a place, I need to get on a plane, I need to get on red balloon. Um, but I think there's create a micro one, right? Where it might be a little if you've got kids like a like a cubby house fort, like a little like a storyline or something or something small like an experience and um, with that change your environment, uh, change your environment yeah. where you might go, you know what, I on the weekends I, I like reading my book at home but maybe just go to your local coffee shop and, and then read your book there and create micro experiences and the micro experiences, uh, they're not that hard to create. It takes a bit of effort but create micro experiences and see what happens. And-
0: Mm. I think Benny said it. It's when you change the way you do things, things change, mm. you know, Our men- this is a mental factory. What are you pouring in there? And if you pour in some different things, it's going to create a different reality. Mm-hmm. So maybe it is going back to 2019 and doing some of those things you used to do. See what effect that has on your mindset mm-hmm. and on your reality. Or maybe it's like Janesh, says, little micro things or maybe it's a grandiose quit the job, jump in a van, see what that does to you.
1: Mm. Mm. It's been a pleasure, uh, Good stuff, boys. Uh, That was good stuff. So much fun. Really good. Till next time, listeners. Thanks for listening to another episode of Lifelong Learner. If you like this episode and want to know more and hear other episodes, head over to lifelonglearnerpodcast.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter where you'll be the first to know when new podcast episodes come out. And if you want to say hello, tell us a joke or ask us a question, send us an email at hello at lifelonglearnapodcast.com. Thanks again.